Hello everyone and welcome to Louis Rugby League Column podcast. Today the first episode will be just introducing uh, what what my plan is with my page, the podcast, uh, as well as some of my inspiration on why I made it, and then we'll get into some NRL news, talk all things NRL in the last week or so. Super League news, we'll talk about some Super League. Uh, if we get time, we'll go into the California Rugby League match yesterday, and then we'll just uh, recap and finish off. So, firstly, what my plan is with the podcast. So, basically, just, you know, talk about rugby league around the world. Um, maybe catch up with a few players. Um, I want my podcast to be a bit like Chasing Kangaroos. That's a good one. Michael, Michael over there, he's good. Um, so, yeah, I want to get the fans enjoying it, and, um, yeah, and then, um, why I started it, obviously, um, because, uh, it's popular on a lot of other pages, and so, that's why I got into that, um, my Instagram page, I got into it, because, uh, I enjoy rugby league, and, uh, basically, I like to stay up with the news, and so I um, started my page and um, grew. It started off slowly and then started growing, and uh, it's going well. My inspiration, uh, probably my inspiration is Clark. He's a rugby league columnist. He's gonna be. He's the best page by far. He brings the best content to everyone. Obviously, he's gone. He's only had his Instagram page for a year, and he's got thirty-five thousand followers. So he's good. He he does Q and A's with all the players as well. So he's a big page, and I'd I'd like my page to be like his as well. Um, my aim for my page. Uh, is to basically do updates on other competitions around the world other than rugby, uh, NRL. Mostly I do NRL right now, but I want to get into the American competitions, uh, Super League, and I want to get the followers' interest, which is the main priority. And that's why I'm thinking about going into the other competitions because I know I've had I've had requests from people asking if we can do updates on different competitions, and so that's why um, I just I just want uh, fans to be to give the fans what they want and get um, get other people following. Uh, well, I I try and work with big pages. So obviously, I've reached out chasing kangaroos. They said we could maybe do stuff in the future. Rugby league in America. Um, Clarkie's NRL column. Um, Curtis NRL. 
uh, NRL only and a couple more. Uh, basically, just, you know, try and work work together on some content and get that what uh, get get the fans what they want. Uh, yeah, and then on my Instagram page, if you don't follow it, get onto it at Louis Rugby underscore Rugby League underscore Column. Uh, we try and get the I try and get the news up straight away as soon as I get it. But there's all sorts of different news on there. NRL, Interest Super Cup, California Rugby League, Who Would You Rather's, um, players pick their All Star team, uh, rumors, giveaways. So yep. So get onto that if you don't already do it. We'll also be starting up a Facebook page as well, so that will be going on soon and we'll be posting on there as well. So um, if you've got Facebook, go follow us on there as well. So next up, the NRL news over the last uh, last week or so. Um, so there's been a couple of rumours about Israel Falau potentially going to the Brisbane Broncos and the Brisbane Broncos reaching out to him. But the Broncos um, made a club statement yesterday saying that they can they can confirm that they had no interest in signing him and um, the club's roster is settled for the season, but they wish Israel the best in the future. So that that rumour for Israel for allowed to return to the NRL's been shut down straight away. And um I he would be good to return to the NRL but probably won't happen. Um he's he sorted things out with the rugby Australia and so that's all done and he could maybe return somewhere but probably not the NRL. Uh, next up, the Eels. The Eels are trying to uh, set to re-sign Reed Marnie and Sean Lane on a $2.5 million signing re-signing spree. Um, they obviously re-signed uh, Dylan Brown on Tuesday, which is huge for them. Um, they've locked him down now, and they also locked down on Wednesday Oregon Kafusi, another youngster, on a three-year deal, so he's, those two, um, it's two young, youngsters still learning, so definitely, definitely um, will be good in the future, and um, once they get more experience, they'll bring talent to the side. Then um, they, looking on paper, they've probably got one of the best sides um for the year, um, I early picked them before they signed Ryan Madison. I picked them to be premiers, so um, they could definitely, on paper, they got one of the strongest sides. They're competing with a couple other teams. Obviously, you got the Roosters. Um, I don't think they could go back to uh, back to back to back, but they still could. They've obviously potentially losing Latrell, but 
he's not the only one in that team. They've still got Tedesco. Obviously, Flanagan's coming in in halves. So, Flanagan's got big big role to do, um, filling in for Kronk, but I'm sure he can do that. They've also locked down Sam Walker. Um, he's a very talented young player. Um, been playing in Queensland. Uh, still just finished just out of school and straight into the Roosters, so he's going well. Um, so they're going well. The Storm, Storm are looking okay on paper, as usual. Not using losing many players, just a couple um, players from the lower grades. Solomon Carter went to Brumbies. Um, he didn't get much of a go at Melbourne. Uh, Billy Walters to the Tigers. And that's about it, really. Um, then you got another team that are looking very strong on paper, the Cowboys. The Cowboys have picked out some big signings this year. Obviously, Valentine Holmes, but then you add in Isan Masters. You got Reese Robson coming in at hooker. Just three big signings there. Just look at their – you got Holmes at fullback, potentially drink water at 5'8". Then you got Morgan maybe at halfback, Robson at hooker. You chuck in the likes of Taumalolo at lock, um, Maguire in the props, um, Felt on the wing. There's plenty of talent there, and in form that that could be a team that could push for finals. Uh, next up, uh, Jonas Pearson could be heading to the Titans. Um, he was rumoured to re-sign with the Dragons not long ago, but now in the last day, rumours have come out saying that he could be on his way to the Titans, um, where he's he's originally from Thursday Islands, but then he originally he went to Brisbane and he started at the Broncos. Um. So he started in Thursday Islands, moved to Brisbane, um, signed with the Broncos, made his debut in 2016, and then joined the Dragons in 2019 season. Um, it says he's supposed to stay until the 2020 season, but he rumours have said he's uh, set to be released. Um, over the next couple of days to join the uh, Titans, which is really what they need. They just they haven't had that wing at its Semensi spot. Anthony Don for for the last couple of years now, just he's been in and out of first grade, and Titans just don't know what to do. They've just got Philip Sammy in form, so he's locked down one wing, but they just don't have another winger. Like Anthony Don's basically the only option they've. They've put Dale Copley on the wing a couple of times, but they don't have a proper winger. I think one player originally just signed with the Burley Bears, Greg Lillisweo, um, from Parramatta Reserve Grade. Um, he played Wentworthville last year, had a massive year, and he's just signed with the Burley Bears and training with them. I think that's someone that the Titans could really use. He's a quality player. He led the most post-contact metres last year in the New South Wales Cup 
1,535, as well as that 196 tackle breaks led to competition in that. He, he came second in equal first in the offloads in the competition with 43, as well as this uh, run, the most runs in the competition, 433, and the most run meters with 4,513. So a massive year from him. He can score tries as well. He's he just he goes everywhere. He's 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 quite a big fella, so he's tough to bring down and like at at uh, full speed. He could be tough to stop, and that's just someone you want. You want someone like him, as well as that. He also scored twelve tries, came ninth in the competition. So that's a big big year from him. Um, they ended up coming uh, losing in the final Wentworthville, so they went down right under uh, sorry in extra time to Jets, and then Jets went on to beat the Burley Bears in the state championship on the final play of the match. That was a big game. And then uh, the last the last big news of the week. Um, the NRL rule change. So a couple of different rule changes. Uh, the 2040 rules been uh, the 2040 rules been introduced. Just similar to 4020, except if you're in the 20, you got to kick to the opposite 40. So probably that that will be. Bring a bit of extra into the match. Obviously, teams struggling to get out of their half late in the set or an early kick and just try and get a 20-40, get into the other half and you're back in the game. Um, the next rule, uh, the scrum teams will work out whether it's 10 metres, 20 metres from the sideline or in the centre of the field, and they'll have five seconds to do that. Um if not, I think it could be a penalty. I'm not actually sure about that. Um, as well as this, the tackling in the air, midair will be banned, whether the player is contact an attacking player or defending player in line with the new rules. So that will probably equal sin bin or send off if depending how dangerous it is, which obviously still happens now, but mostly just penalised. But now I think they're cutting down on so uh, a lot more penalties and things of that. Um, and the last rule was the... Six players in a scrum, even when they're down to twelve players, you need max. Uh, you need exactly six people in the scrum. So that's all the news from the NRL this week. And now we're on to the Super League. And first up, we got Bodine Thompson and Hakim Maludi re-signed with um, the Toronto Wolfpack. Toronto already looking strong for the season. Obviously, you look last year, last year's squad. They got Chase Stanley, Ricky Latelli, Josh McCrone, um, Darcy Lussick, 
all played all and Bud and Thompson all played NRL. So you look at that, ex NRL players, plus you add in the likes of um Hakim Maludi and a couple other players in there. Plus you got coming in this year, you got um Sonny Bill Williams is coming in, which is a huge signing for them. The first year in the uh in a, uh, in the Super League, so could be could be a big one for them with with the talent they got in this team. Bodine Thompson now thirty one, he doesn't have much left in him, but this could be his last contract, I I assume, before he retires. Um, ex NRL player with the Tigers, the Warriors. Um, uh, Kim Maludi's twenty six, French international, good winger. Um, he's got he's got plenty of talent. I've seen him play. I saw him at the nines. Very good player, fullback, winger, halfback. All, all different positions. Um, originally from Pepinion, but moved across. He's got a hundred, hundred, um, hundred, hundred matches of experience with him. Obviously, started at Saint Estev in 2013, played till 2015, played 28 matches there. He then moved across to Palau Broncos for 2015-16, and he played 11 matches there. Then for the 2016 season, he started at Cascon, and he just played the one year with them, played 19 matches. He moved to Hull for two years then, Hull FC, and played 16 matches there. <coughs> excuse me. And then um, on loan, <coughs> excuse me again, on loan to Doncaster in 2017, 18, and 19, he played a total of 16 matches over the over that time. And then... Um, for the rest of 2019, he joined the Wolfpack where he played 10 matches. He's now signed with them, um, re-signed with them for another season. He's also obviously played two internationals for France as well as the Nines this year. Very good player he is. Um, next year's we got, um, while we're on it, Toronto Wolfpack, Darcy Lussick, uh, fought ex-NRL player Justin Hodges in a fight. And it took him just 39 seconds in his debut to knock him out. Uh, Darcy Lussick just knocked him out um, in 39 seconds. Justin Hodges didn't really look like he was knocked out, but the um, uh, the referee said, and um, referee said so, and that was the end of the match. Um, that was the that was the leading up fight to the Jack Brubacker Tim Zhu fight. So that was a good one. Tim's you got another win. Anyway, back to rugby league. Um, next news. Uh, Lee Centurion signed Jared Summit. Jared Summit, 32 years old now. Um, he's had plenty of experience uh, through all different rugby league themes since 2007. He's a hooker, fullback, um, can play 5'8 as well. He he started. He's played 246 matches for clubs, and we'll just go back through his history. He, 2007 to 2009, he started at the Panthers, played 38 matches there. Then he moved across to the Crusaders uh, Rugby League in England, played 35 matches there in the 2010-11 season. 
Then he moved to Bradford for the 2012-13 season where he played 40 matches. For 2014-15 season, he moved to Wakefield Trinity where he played 21 matches. But on a, dru- on a dual register, he played one match for Featherstone in 2014. And then he went on loan in 2015 to the London Broncos, played five matches for them before another dual register in 2015 to Workington Town for 12 matches. He must have enjoyed it because for the 2016 season, he then um, signed with Workington Town and played 25 matches with them in 2016. And then 2017-18, he joined the London Broncos, had a big season with them, 55 matches over the two years there. And then joined Wigan last year, 14 matches for them. Um, and then now he's joined the Lee Centurions. So he's got plenty of experience, 246 matches, um, 149 tries, 435 goals, 10 field goals, 1,472 points. So that's that's plenty of experience and plenty of talent there. That's just what the Centurions need. They just need someone that's going to run run the team well, run the attacking side, and that's what he's got. Um, he's got experience, he's got talent, and so that's what they needed, and that's what they got. He's also played seven matches for Malta, 10 tries, 23 goals, 86 points. So that's that's big for him. Um, you just look at... Um, he play. I've seen him play earlier in the year. I, I watched him play for Malta versus Italy, and he played really well. Got given me in the match, set up about four tries, scored a hat-trick. He just made it look easy, really, which, you know, it's hard to do. Like, it's a different sort of level to Super League, but, you know, you come back. Some people might be rusty, but he just came out, four tries, three tries, they won pretty easy, so he's a player to watch out for this year. Coming to the back end of his career, um, a big season with Lee is what he want, and um, that may be what he got, what he will get. Um, next up, Super League, Aiden Caesar has signed with the um, Huddersfield Giants. Um, so he's gone there on a two-year deal. I originally got told before he was announced, obviously there's been rumours for a while since the NRL Grand Final that he would be leaving to go Super League. Obviously, early la- um, during the last season, the Raiders announced that they'd signed George Williams. So that put his position in doubt, whether he was going to play reserve grade, stay there as backup or whatever. And then earlier this year, not long ago, the Raiders then announced that Sam Williams had re-signed with the club on a one-year deal. And then, obviously, this was with rumours of of Aiden Caesar leaving. So that had already... That had sort of crossed things out, and it was between... Um, Aiden Caesar going to the Bulldogs. Bulldogs showed a bit of interest in him, or him heading off to Huddersfield. And uh, he thought he'd try something new, and he headed off to Huddersfield. And then um, he 
he will head off to Huddersfield. It'll be interesting to see how he go. Obviously, very hot and cold. If you look at his 20, um, 2019 stats, they're just obviously playing in the halves with someone like someone like Jack Wyden, who had an awesome year last year, really helped him. But, you know, without Jack Wyden there, they struggled at times, and that's why that's why he needs to just pick up his game a little bit. Like, obviously, when he's in form, he's in form. He, he played brilliant footy. But when he was out of form, he was just not great. Um, so he... He probably just needs to change it up a little bit. But um, he kicked the most field goals in the comp, actually. So that's an interesting one. And then um, uh, Cruz Leeming headed across. He signed with um, Leeds Rhinos on a deal that swapped, that swapped him to the Rhinos, and he had another year on his contract. He was originally in the development, and he had another year to run until the 2020 season, to the end of the 2020 season, my bad, actually. The end of the 2020 season, and he he's decided to head over to the Rhinos. He's a hooker. He could probably play a bit of back row if required, but Main position is hooker. And then in in reply for that, Giants did receive um, – they did receive um, someone, a 20-year-old, 20-year-old kid named um, – Named Owen Trout, he's a back rubber, so he's gone over there. So that'll be interesting to see. He, Chris Leeming played England's second string squad last last year versus Jamaica in Leeds last month. Sorry, not last year. They did decent, and uh, he's also got 120 appearances, Super League appearances. So. He's been tw- playing since 2013, so a big one, a big one for Leeds to lock down him. Uh, Leeds also locked down Matt Pryor from the Sharks in a three-way deal that happened there. Obviously, Trent Merrin from Leeds headed over to St George. St George then gave Luciano Lelua to the Tigers, and then Matt Pryor came from the NRL over to the Super League, and he joins the Leeds. So. It'll be interesting to see how he goes. Obviously, getting old now, that's probably the end we'll see of Matt Pryor. But he's had a good career. He's a quality player. We've we've seen him play uh, New South Wales in Origin, Australia. So, really, it's a big signing there for Leeds. That's, that's all the news we've got in the last week of Super League. Now, quickly, while we've got a bit of time, we'll just move on to the California Rugby League. Don't have much on it, but um, 
I can tell you that the score yesterday, San Francisco Savage won very easily 60-12 to 12 over um, Los Angeles Mongol. So um, that was pretty easy game. Um, unfortunately, the weather, they had said the weather was ba- going to be bad because they moved it from from uh, the stadium to just one of the local grounds, uh, 101 World Away. And so that was originally supposed to be at... Um, Sorry, it was originally supposed to be at Stadium, the Boxer Stadium. And then, because uh, of weather, they put out a notice saying due to weather, they reloaded to Field 2 at Wilder Park. The event ran all day, and they were working very hard to get the live stream going but unfortunately with the weather you can't can't do much about it and so yesterday they put up another one Santa Rosa originally pulled out so games got moved around and because of the weather the game didn't get live streamed but it's getting put on Instagram uh, no sorry YouTube then in the later in the day today or tomorrow and um, California put up a couple videos but there was a lot of different videos of the atmosphere it looked like there was a decent crowd in the end Um, plenty of tries scored by the Savage I think um, uh, they played well from what I saw they just were too good too big, too strong, just broke a lot of, uh, broke a lot of tackles leading to tries, and, um, they won that one very easily, um, obviously, if you don't know, I've got a bit of a sponsorship with California, so, obviously, on my Instagram page, I post about them, all different things, um, the season hasn't been announced, but, Apparently, they're set to bring in two more teams next year and have a proper competition. Um, I think Santa Rosa may be one. Um, Santa Rosa pulled out of yesterday's match, but um, it's set to run a regional competition in 2020 with LA, San Fran, um, Sacramento and Santa Rosa to take part. But uh, the season won't get announced until March if it is going to happen or not. Or just another one of these big co- uh, big matches. Um, but it was success. It was worth a lot of hard work went into it from a number of people and... Um, I just I just post all the news and stuff. It was all the lead up to this one game. Um, California were currently uh, enough to send me a jersey from LA and San Fran, and um, they were kind enough to give me one to wear and one to give away. So over the next week or so, I'll be giving away 
an LA jersey, Santa Fe, and it's a very cool one. It's red, They've got the yellow, black stripes on the side, a bit like a American football jersey. So um, look out for that on my Instagram and Facebook page. That will go up um, over the next week, week or so, or actually the next couple of days, because giving away another giveaway in um, later today. Um, so that that was a success, and that that's all we got from the Kelly game. So that's basically all we've got for today's episode. Um, we'll be posting these podcasts weekly, but next week, and then probably the week after. No, actually, no. The week after will be Boxing Day, so we won't do that one. Um, we'll probably take a break after next week's one, maybe after Christmas. Otherwise, it'll be after the New Year. Probably after the New Year will be the next one after that. But we'll go another episode next week, and uh, we'll do a couple of different things, hopefully hook up maybe with a player, just interview them, ask them how the pre-season's going and a couple of questions. But... um. Um, it'll be about around this this long each week, this podcast. I'll try and keep them short, but not too short. So around 30 to 40 minutes will be will be it. Um, obviously, yep, I'll be posting all the news rumours and other things on my Instagram and Facebook page. So again, at Louis underscore rugby league underscore column on Instagram and Louise Rugby League column on Facebook. Go get onto those two things to stay up to date with all the NRL news. Obviously, I know you follow other pages, but we try and get the news up straight away. Obviously, it's it's good because we get the news up. Everyone enjoys it. Um, so please, that would be awesome if you could go follow it. So. Um, please, everyone, uh, go go follow. If you want a shout out, that'd be awesome. Um, some giveaways coming up in the next week or so. Um, obviously, the California one, as I said before. We've also got some Jake Marketos kindly giving us some gear. Um, a bit of Townsville Blackhawks gear. He gave us a singlet, training top, and. Um, training pants so thanks Jake we also Zeke Foster gave us a Dragons training jersey so that one will be given away as well we try to give them away weekly but it just depends what we can get obviously obviously we don't want to don't want to be we don't always ask for them and all players don't have gear so we just get them as we can some players don't it's all right um we're trying to hook up some q a's before christmas as well we've got a couple and um all the q a's there'll be a couple maybe this week or so but um basically that's all we've got for today's um today's podcast thank you to everyone um who who's going to listen to this um 
and uh, looking forward to doing another one next week. Thank you.